0: You're listening to The Q's Podcast, Episode 94. Thank you for making The Q's Podcast part of your day. We use this forum to speak with credit union industry leaders and cross-industry experts for a wide range of perspectives on trends and topics relevant to you. My name is Lisa Hotgraf, Senior Editor for Q's and our Credit Union Management Magazine. I'm very pleased to be your host. Today, we're going to explore strategic planning and growth planning in uncertain times with our guest, Sarah Salaji. Sarah is the Senior Vice President of Experience and Chief of Staff for Q Supplier Member Co-op Financial Services. During the show, Sarah will talk about new strategic priorities credit unions might be setting right now as they recover from the COVID-19 shutdown why it's still okay to think about growth, even while helping members through tough times, and more. Let's get started. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really pleased that we're going to talk about strategic planning for credit unions, and in particular, in these challenging times. Sarah, what would you say credit unions are facing that's special right now as they're doing strategic planning in the middle of this pandemic crisis?
1: Special. That's an interesting choice of words. Unique, for sure. And special. I mean, first and foremost, we've never been through what we're going through right now, right? It's all new territory. So as far as talking about what's special or unique or different, I mean, virtually everything. That alone is the challenge that everything has changed so suddenly. Some specific things like the pace of decision-making has increased drastically. We're working cross-functionally more than ever to get things done. We're looking at our members and going, what do they need? What? How have their behaviors changed and how can we serve them better? And, And really working quickly to try to serve those needs. And on top of that, I mean, just functionally, you know, from a human perspective, we're trying to plan and replan and think about our strategies while many of us are at home watching children and having families in the background. I mean, in kind of our prep call, we even talked about some of that, right? That, you know, I have my kids downstairs doing schoolwork. You have family at home as well. That's, that's a challenge and that's unique with regard to strategic planning, the human element. And I can say, you know, also, we're in a bit of reactive mode right now, too, right? We're moving fast. And while we are trying very hard to look closely at the shifting behavior of members and realign to their needs, it's ironically due to all the things going on around us, harder than ever to pause and, and actually really do that.
0: No. I've been writing about credit for like two decades. And it seems like at least in the past, they were on kind of a cycle where they would do a strategic plan at certain intervals. Is that just now completely out of the water? How How is the cycle for strategic planning right now? I would say it's both and. Mm-hmm. I think
1: most organizations are looking to maintain their cycle for strategic planning as they move towards 2021. But they're also strategic planning right now for right now. (laughs) And that's going to roll in to how they think about 2021. That makes sense.
0: Are there some new business priorities that are cropping up as credit unions plan for right now and for down the road in 2021?
1: I would say absolutely. I mean, that question brings to mind, you know, a recent Gallup poll that actually indicated credit union members were hit harder than the average American. With regard to the COVID experience, so 76% of credit union members, I think it was 76, reported experiencing a fair amount of disruption related to COVID as opposed to 70% for non-credit union members. So there is a major impact that credit unions are having to look at as far as how their members are affected here. And so thinking about that is obviously a credit union's priority. And most likely, a lot of what they should be thinking about is financial wellness and products that help their members be financially well, as well as, you know, digital and contactless type of products, tools to make cash flow seamless and fast for their members, both physically and fraud related, and services to help them stay afloat. So, you know, as far as what they might have been thinking about six months ago compared to today... Prioritizing the member relationship, building trust is really one of the most important things a credit union can do right now. Being a member's ally will increase loyalty long-term and members definitely need a financial partner right now that they can trust.
0: Sarah, that's so interesting what you said about how the challenges that credit unions face have a lot to do with people. That is, the employees that are at home now for the first time for many of them. And that the new business priorities or the enhanced business priorities that credit unions are facing also have to do with people. They have to do with serving members and serving them well and with what they need in these special circumstances. So would you say that it's reasonable for credit unions to be planning for growth right now? Why or why not? I love
1: that you couched that with the comments about people, because I think, you know, we as humans and maybe even myself and yourself as women, we tend to think when we're in a time of needing to help people, it's not a time to think about growth or opportunity, right? But actually, that's one of the beautiful things about credit unions is we, the credit unions are, are meant to help people. That's why we are here. But it is also okay to say, there's opportunity right now, opportunity to help people, which would lead to growth. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. um, it is a time of change, which means a time of opportunity. As consumer behavior shifts and needs change, what credit unions can offer members also shifts and opens up new doors. So for example, a lot of shoppers are buying online right now. And a good portion, I think I read somewhere that About 25 or 30% of U.S. shoppers are buying online in the last 10 weeks for the very first time. So that alone is an opportunity to explore that member behavior, that shift. What cards are they using? Are they, um, are they protected properly, et cetera? So there's, it's an opportunity to broaden services right now and to better serve members. They go together. It's okay.
0: That is a nice thing about credit unions. It's one of the reasons I've been writing about them for so long is that they do have people at heart. And when they grow, it means they're doing a good job serving people. So that's that's a nice mm-hmm. link. I agree with that. The more
1: they can offer their members, the better, right? The, the fewer places their members have to look, they have a trusted partner. It's It's a great thing.
0: We love our credit union here locally, too. It's a great thing. So... One of the things I hear out in the industry is that really good data is an important foundation for growth. So, particularly in payments, like you were mentioning, uh, the products that Credit would be offering right now, how can data help them make a plan for growth?
1: Hmm. Data, data,
0: data. I know. Um, Data's
1: (laughs) critical. (laughs) And we all have varying degrees of, you know, data we use and how we access it. But At the foundation, understanding who you serve today, who you want to serve and what they need from you is pretty critical to knowing where to place your bets. Without some objective insight into that, into, into those things, we're just kind of guessing in the dark, right? We're just kind of going, hmm, well, what would I want? I would want that over there, but I am not necessarily representative of my whole member base. Our guts are important, really important. We're humans and we understand human behavior, but pair with that gut instinct, it's important to, to pair real data and objective understanding of what our members, who our members are, and what they need from a financial services provider. And that's the data.
0: Yeah. The reason I started asking you about data, Sarah, is because when I looked into your CU strategic investment assessment tool, I noticed that the first step after signing up is to provide data. So I wondered, can you tell me a little bit more about your new tool and
1: what drove Co-op to build it? I would love to tell you about the new tool. It's called the Credit Union Strategic Investment Assessment. It was born out of a bit of kismet, um, but also out of our desire to help credit unions activate change and growth within their organizations. So it relates to everything we've just been talking about for sure. Um, You know, our clients are always asking us, where should I be placing my strategic bets? They look at us here at Co-op, um, a partner with them, and they understand that we have a broad experience in the financial services market, and they want our insight related to that. Paired with that, last year, we had EY join us at the Think Conference, and they presented their Next Wave research. And that research is about the reaggregation of financial services. And where a financial services provider might begin to put focus in the coming years in order to create stickier member slash consumer relationships. Following that event, we began talking with EY about that data that they presented and their, their insights. And they had created a simulator leveraging a data set that they, that is proprietary for them. And that simulator was intended to help EY's clients on a one-to-one basis, understand where they should maybe be placing strategic bets. So the great thing about the simulator is it took in the financial organization's data, so information about their member segments, where they are currently, where they think they'd like to go, their strategic model, their capabilities, their current products and solution sets, things like that. And it kind of took that organization's data and set it into the data set and shared back like kind of a blueprint about here's, here's where you as an organization sit and where your opportunities are for the future given, um, given the data set. So we had kind of a light bulb go off and said, you know, the simulator and the data and the thinking about the opportunity for financial services and a credit union is amazing. How might we take this experience and make it available for any credit union that might want it? Clearly, like, not every credit union could afford the time or the resources or think, you know, to go to EY and do a long, you know, a five, six month one-on-one consulting engagement. But so we, knowing that, we thought, like, how can we bridge that gap? And we worked together with them and came up with this assessment, which basically leverages that data set, leverages the minds at EY and at Co-op. And for a very affordable cost, it's $1,200. A credit union can get access to that data set, input, input their data and get back sort of a, a blueprint that tells them exactly that where they should consider placing their strategic bets, And then kind of back to the question about data. That blueprint gives them some of that objective information that they can then pair with their own gut instincts, their own thinking about where should I be going, what is right for my organization, and they'll have both in hand to make those right choices.
0: So I have a curiosity about the EY data. I know EY going back a long time. It's a very solid group in my view. Does the, Is the data from banks? Is it from credit union? Is it from payments transactions? So what's the basis of that data? The
1: data is from research EY performed with a set of, it's somewhere between 800 and 1,000 financial service institutions in the United States. So it is banks. There are a few credit unions represented in, in the initial data set, but it's also insurance companies, wealth management. It's, it's a pretty broad range of financial services providers that make up that base data set. EY gathered that data in order to inform their next wave report. So it is a, a proprietary set of data that they've leveraged. And I don't believe anyone else has, has accessed that data other than co-op and EY. I think that it's
0: interesting to have a look at especially community banks when you're a credit union just to see what an organization that's not crazy dissimilar is doing. So I'm actually kind of interested in the fact that it incorporates maybe some insurance companies and banks and credit unions so that it's a rich data set by the sounds.
1: Very much so.
0: Absolutely. So in the process of doing the strategic investment assessment a credit union provides data. And then can you talk a little bit more in specific terms about what they get back? Do they get a written report? Do they get a chart? Do they compare themselves to peers? How does it kind of look?
1: Yeah, they get, so using each credit union's unique input to the assessment itself, they then receive a pretty robust, what we're calling results package back. That package is centered around a strategic blueprint, which is kind of a document that gives them, um, their recommendations back in, in data form, you know, where they have opportunity to penetrate member segments more deeply. What strategic model best fit for their credit union as they grow into the future? What products and capabilities the credit union should consider expanding into and an indicator of, of growth, a potential growth index if they pursue all of those recommendations. Here's that strategic blueprint. We have. We'll be providing an executive summary for the credit union that puts all of the information together in a few slides to make it fairly easily digestible and easy to kind of share around the credit union. We'll also be providing an insight supplement that really goes into depth on the member segments, strategic models, and capabilities that are recommended in the Blueprint And then we'll also be providing a user guide to really help credit unions understand how to use all of those results and how to read all of them. So the goal is for credit unions to get a package that feels rich, deep, you know, something that really does help them inform their strategic planning, but also helps them feel a little bit self-service, right? The goal is that they don't necessarily need now to go spend in-depth time with an EY consultant. That consultant has already informed the package they're receiving. There is human engagement in developing the package. So it goes through the next wave simulator data, but it also then goes through a normalization with um, an EY consultant and co-op. So there's already been that input, and the goal is that the credit union can kind of get it and run with it. That's
0: really great. It sounds like a very complete um, output, if you will, from the assessment. I'm kind of curious, too. So. <laughs> 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 that would be the goal. Good goal. I'm yep, curious about the, the data. As they as credit unions add data, is, does that become part of the data set then? So is it kind of learning as it
1: goes, too? Do you know what? It does not automatically become part of the data set, and that partially Because of how we're engaging the credit unions. So this is not part of the research and that would kind of be a different type of engagement. So the data the credit unions provide is not shared or stored anywhere other than for EY and co-op to produce the results back. So we felt really, we felt that was really important that the information credit unions share is very contained and used only for their, for their own purposes.
0: Very good. Privacy is very important in this world. Yep. So you've given some great information about how the output of the assessment will look and what it will provide. As an editor, I'm still curious if you have ideas about strategies credit unions can use to take the assessment results and actually apply them in the real world in the marketplace.
1: Yes. I mean, that's the whole point, right? So I can give one example when there's obviously a myriad of results and outputs that will be coming to credit unions to take the assessment. But one example would be, you know, a credit union might take the assessment and learn that their greatest growth opportunity lies with young consumers or recent graduates. That credit union could then see what specific products and investments they should be making in order to best serve that member segment. So, you know, I am speaking a little off the top of my head. I don't have it totally memorized, but say mobile wallets or P2P and what the potential impact would be on their credit union if they invested more heavily in that product set in order to serve that member base. That would be a pretty big strategic shift potentially, and it would be with a focused goal on the data they receive back from the strategic assessment.
0: Super example. Thank you for that. Um, as we wind down, I'm, I'm interested in learning more from you about what co-op's overarching goal or overarching hope is in offering this tool. To be honest,
1: I mean, our hope is really that the tool helps credit unions of all sizes understand their business strategy. And like we talked about, have some objective input to that business strategy and, and that they can feel empowered to make difficult decisions, frankly. And I say credit unions of all sizes very purposefully because our goal is to help smaller credit unions don't necessarily have a lot of money to invest in consulting and other things to really help them get that outside view. So my hope is that the credit union strategic investment assessment would be accessible for virtually a credit union of any size to try out and get some thinking, get some input back on where they might go place their bets into the future. That's the real hope. Credit unions really have an opportunity right now to become that you know primary financial relationship with their members in light of COVID and everything that has happened and the the lack of financial resources many of their members find themselves having. And so, using that opportunity and really thinking about how to best serve those members, I'm really hopeful that the QCA will help credit unions at this critical juncture to figure out how to serve their members best.
0: And strategy is so important to going forward in service. It's wonderful. I appreciate the perspective on strategy and all the information about the CU Strategic Investment Assessment. Sarah, thanks so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure and an honor to be able to come speak with you about strategy and this assessment as well. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to The Q's podcast The show continues to grow and develop because of people like you, dedicated credit union professionals who make learning and developing part of your everyday habit. I'm excited to share that we'll soon be celebrating the 100th episode of the Q's podcast. That milestone episode will feature questions from listeners like you, answered by appropriate experts. To have us consider answering your question on episode 100, or if you have any comments or questions about the show, please call and record your question on the voicemail at 1-800-252-2664, extension 322. That number again is 1-800-252-2664, extension 322. Many thanks to Sarah for being our guest today. You can find Co-op Financial Services on the web at co-opfs.org. We appreciate Co-Op's sponsorship of this show. Get more credit union specific content when you visit cumanagement.com. It's on demand, individual and team professional development at its finest. If you're interested in content on diversity, equity and inclusion, please click on the orange banner at the top of the page. That's cumanagement.com. In addition, you can get updates on Q's events affected by the pandemic at cues.org slash coronavirus update. On that same page, you can link to Q's content and tools for making it through these uncertain times. If you're a Q's member, you have access to invaluable membership benefits to further enhance your development, many of which are available virtually. Visit qs.org slash membership to learn more about your benefits. If you're not yet a member, take advantage of our 45-day free trial. Simply visit qs.org to learn more. Thanks again for listening today. Cues is an international credit union association. Our mission is to educate and develop credit union CEOs, executives, directors, and future leaders. To learn how CUES can help you realize your potential, visit q's.org today.